Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Come Follow Me, where we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Lois Heron shares what God has been doing in her life. Greetings, friends. Follow is a theme that extends across the entirety of sacred scripture, a template, as it were, for understanding who we are as the created, not the creator. In the story of creation, God gave Adam and Eve all the goodness of his creation. But he also instructed them not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What did the first man and woman do? They chose not to follow God's desire for them. Humanity has had trouble following God for time immemorial. It's the human condition. Fast forward through a long history of the fickleness of humanity caught in the predictable cycle of following God and not following God. God put on flesh and dwelt among us. What are Jesus' first words to his fledgling disciples? Come, follow me. (laughs) He was now their rabbi from whom they would learn how to walk on the path that Adam and Eve left, the path that leads toward the abundance of the good life God designed for us. He would show them the highway of holiness that leads to the kingdom of God. Others would join Jesus on his journey, the benefactors of all his miracles and his teachings. There were those in the crowd that followed Jesus who were waiting for the hope of Israel. They longed for a savior to free them from the Roman oppression. Their interest was for a revolution, so they followed with mixed motives. And then there were the Pharisees in the crowd that actively opposed Jesus, yet followed him out of curiosity. What were they all wanting to find by following Jesus? Where did they assume Jesus was going? The preamble to the gospel reading for today includes the healing of a a leper who was an outcast of Jewish society and the healing of a servant of a Roman centurion who was an outsider among the Jewish people and the healing of Peter's mother-in-law who was a woman who were overlooked by society. On the evening of that particular day, a great crowd gathered around Jesus that brought the demon possessed for exorcism and loved ones who carried their sick to Jesus for healing. These followers received from Jesus an inkling of the hope that he indeed was the long-promised Messiah. Now, let's consider the gospel reading from St. Matthew that the church holds up for us today. When Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other shore. A scribe approached and said to him, 
Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man was, has nowhere to rest his head. Another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus answered, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. What was Jesus really saying to these men? We can assume the two men who spoke with Jesus knew his reputation aforementioned. One man, a scribe, another a disciple of Jesus. The scribe was already following the law of God and evidently wanted to follow Jesus. And the disciple was already following Jesus to some degree. But it appears they had not fully embraced what Jesus meant when he said, follow me. Apparently, both needed to examine their motives for following Jesus. And Jesus' response to them gets at two obstacles I think we face when following Jesus. Our comfort and our identity. The scribe must have treasured the safety of knowing where he would lay his head to rest each night. The fact that he was a scribe lets you know that he, uh, he needed order. He operated by order. Jesus responds that following him requires the abandonment of expectations and control over what we think is comfort and stability. Do you ever struggle against the drive to have control over how each day will go for you? Maybe you don't fret about the pillow you will lay your head on at night, but the need for comfort drives other obsessions. Perhaps you have your life so scheduled that the possibility of surprise and interruptions would tip you right over. Jesus reveals the path of life to us in his good time and his good way. Surprise, God's grace and mercy aren't meted out according to our schedule. And this can mess with our notions on how to be a follower of his. To let go of the control of matters, great or small, is often the hardest thing to do in following Jesus. Jesus knows that we cannot un what we cannot understand until we abandon our expectations and follow him. He desires to lead us to the rest, peace, and security that surpasses our understanding of stability and control. The natural desire of the disciple to bury his father was not wrong, but it seems that Jesus knew that the man struggled with divided loyalty. Jesus' hyperbole seems harsh to us, but consider this. The identity we have in our families can sometimes become a stumbling block to how we understand God's love for us. Whether or not we've had the blessing of a loving father or mother or siblings, we are the beloved child of our Heavenly Father. 
we may be so mired in feelings of rejection from certain relationships within our families that we are conditioned to believe we are unlovable or unworthy. This can hinder us from receiving the unconditional love Jesus wants to reveal to us as we follow him. It is a love that is beautiful and life-giving, a love that honors us with a new identity. By following Jesus, we can receive freedom from the brokenness of our past. Jesus knows that we what we cannot understand until we follow him. Just as he healed the diseases of the body, he desires to heal the diseases of our soul. Jesus, we desire to follow you so closely that the light of your presence guides us on the path of the abundant life you desire for us. Teach us how to take each step that leads us away from our fears and doubts about who we are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.